0: Fresh off their NBA tournament championship, the Lakers may now also be getting some more good news. Is Gabe Vincent set to return next week against the Knicks? Let's talk all about this, and if he does return, what could this mean for the purple and gold? What's up, Laker fam? Welcome to the Laker Hand Podcast. I am your host, of course, Laker Hand. I am joined by the one, the only, my favorite co-host in the entire universe of universes, Laker Dad. Dad, obviously the Lakers are uh, fresh off their championship, and now even more good news. It was announced today that Gabe Vincent is hopeful for a return from his injury next week on December 18th versus the Knicks.
1: Yeah, Hannah, let's uh, go back in time just a little bit. Uh, The Lakers signed Gabe Vincent to replace Dennis Schroeder. And at the time they signed him, I mean, the Lakers were pretty high on him. He came off, you know, an excellent playoff run with the Miami Heat last year. And I think the Lakers were really counting on him to play a big role this season. But unfortunately, he's literally been hurt the entire year. I think maybe he played three or four games. He's only played in four games. Yeah, and I, I think, wasn't he hurt in the preseason? I think he missed most of the preseason, too. So, you know, in in effect, he's been out the entire year, Hannah. So it's going to take him a little while to, to to gear up. But the question is... You know, what is he going to contribute to the Lakers? I know the Lakers were very high on him when they got him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, Dad, like you said, you know, the Lakers signed Vincent to a three-year, $33 million contract this offseason. Obviously, expecting him to to have that big role, kind of replacing Dennis Schroeder, like you just said. Uh, only has played in four games, and he struggled. You know, only averaging six points, uh, three assists. But listen, he's normally a, a good career three-point shooter. I think he averages somewhere around 35%. And I expect, obviously, you know, with, with more time, that and more consistent playing time, he can kind of get those stats up. I'm not expecting him to be uh, averaging just six points and three assists. However the biggest thing with him is the Lakers have been on this tear lately. You know, they obviously just won the tournament. Uh, they're in the Western Conference 14-9, and but we're finally kind of full, almost full back at strength with, you know, Vanderbilt and, and Rui and, you know, Austin and, and D'Angelo are playing really well together. So what does this, you know, mean for the future of his team? You know, in the preseason, when we saw some games where Gabe Vincent was actually in that starting lineup, but now I'm liking the starting lineup, but we're seeing kind of having Cam Reddish in there. So, I, I don't know. Would we bring Gabe Vincent back and then have him become a starter again? Um, it, it, a lot of question marks, honestly, Dad, to where the best fit for him would even be.
1: Yeah, I don't think he's going to be starting, Hannah. I mean, look, a lot's changed over the course of the season so far. We may only be a quarter or so of the way into the year. But, you know, I think the the uh, emergence of Cam Reddish in particular, you know, he's basically playing that shooting guard role and in the starting lineup. And, and honestly, I mean, he's playing very, very well. Uh, you know, I, I think they count on him every night to defend, you know, the other side's best offensive player. Uh, He's got size that Gabe Vincent doesn't have and strength that Gabe Vincent doesn't have. And I'm pretty sure, you know, and Torian Prince at the same time. I mean, I know there's been some rumblings about Prince, but on the whole, I think Prince has played quite well and there's times when he's hit some some key shots. So, And again, he's got size as well. I I think uh, the coaching staff is kind of happy with this larger lineup they're playing. So I'm not quite sure where Gabe Vincent's going to fit in.
0: Yeah, you know, I was just going to say the Lakers have been really taking advantage of their size in um, their athleticism. And I think that's obviously, when you look back at the matchups in the tournament, the reason that the Lakers were so successful was because of their size and because they were able to dominate the paint. And of course, our our wing players, our 3 and D players like and Prince, like Jared Vanderbilt, like Rui, uh, like Cam Reddish, you know, they were great defensively. So having a formula that I think has really come together as of late before the championship game, uh the Lakers had actually won. I think it was eight out of their last twelve. But I think now I actually think now it's it's ten out of their last twelve, Dad. So the Lakers have really found something that's worked. So it's frustrating because obviously we wanted Gabe Vincent to have a good role, but a part of me is kind of nervous to, you know, blow things up now and try to find a role where, you know, try to kind of throw him in there and have him have this big role. I think the best thing for him is to maybe stagger some minutes and try to kind of figure out, where he fits best because the Lakers have found a formula right now that's been really successful so that was kind of one of the things that we were talking about going into uh, this season this summer was the fact that the Lakers have such a deep team there's gonna be an odd man out and unfortunately when you get injured and you miss pretty much the entire season like Gabe Vincent has and your role isn't really needed, and you've kind of found a, a different offense and a, a different, uh, you know, formula that's been so successful for you, he very well could be the odd man out. But, Dad, a lot of people are also saying that we shouldn't be surprised to actually see him start uh, appearing in some trade rumors. Obviously, the Lakers have been linked to Zach Levine. Um, you know, they've been linked to a ton of guys, and I'm sure as the season continues, they're going to be linked to a million more. And, you know, because he's making a, he has a pretty nice contract, we could definitely see his name being thrown in there into some potential trades.
1: Well, you know, Hannah, again, I think it's too early to speculate about that. I, I think the likelihood is he's going to cut into the minutes of one of two players because I think the other guys have their very you know, discreet role. He's either going to cut into the minutes, I think, as, as silly as it sounds maybe, of either Austin Reeves or Max Christie. Uh, I mean. Uh, oh, I wonder which one you're hoping he takes. Well, I, I, I'm not sure that I'm I'm thrilled about either one, to be honest with you. Max Christie has played. He hasn't done much offensively, but he's you know again he's he's a big rangy guy. He's another one of those kind of big guys who's been very instrumental on the defensive end. So, um, you know, I I don't know. I mean, I I think Darvin Ham really liked Gabe Vincent. I remember earlier in the season, I kind of, frankly, I was kind of upset. He played 35 or 36 minutes one night in a game Gabe Vincent did, you know, and that and and D'Angelo played like 28 and Reeves only played like 22. I remember being thinking that was kind of weird, but. Who knows what's going to happen here? But, I mean, I, I, he's not... I don't think he's going to take minutes away from from Cam Reddish or or, or Vando or uh, even Rui. I, I just think, you know, he's definitely a guard. He can't really play the forward position. And so, if taking minutes away from Max Christie... I mean again, there's four guards on this roster going into the season. There's D'Angelo, there's Austin Reeves, there's Max Christie, and there's Gabe Vincent. So, uh, now, the thing is, again... Cam Reddish, you know, who's probably more of a small forward, he's been playing the basically one of the guard positions in the starting lineup. So that throws sort of a fifth, you know, wheel in there. So it's un, just unclear what's going to happen here, Hannah, but... You know, uh, again, it's better to have too many good players and not enough.
0: Absolutely. You know, obviously, it's going to take a little bit of an adjustment period to uh, to find his role with this team and kind of figure out where he fits best, you know, either starting or coming off the bench. But, that the good news is, is for the first time the entire season, even including the preseason, it looks like this Lakers team is going to finally be in full strength. And I, for one, am so excited because obviously like we talked about this Lakers team can be as talented as they are they can have you know be as deep as they are but if people aren't healthy and able to contribute it doesn't really mean anything and finally for the first time we are going to be able to see hopefully it's looking like December 18th against the Knicks this entire Lakers team fully healthy so I for one am so excited and I'm sure my Laker fam listening is too as well but Laker fam. I think that is going to be it for uh, tonight's show. Once again, it's looking like Gabe Vincent will be making his return on December 18th against the New York Knicks. Let me know, though. I'm curious. Where do you think he would fit best with this team? Now that we know, they've kind of got their, little, their groove down. They've got their chemistry going on now. We've gotten into a, a good thing. Do you think we should start Gabe Vincent alongside D'Angelo Russell? Or do you think he should go on the bench and we should slide Austin Reeves back in that starting lineup? Or do you think there's just a better spot for him? Let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And, of course, you can also always message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Until next time, lake your hand and like your dad are out. Bye, everyone.